Hi, I'm Alex Terranova, and welcome to season one of the Trailblazers of Coaching, a group of what we might call the founders of the coaching profession. Our goal, to introduce you to some of the leaders of this rapidly growing industry and to provide history, advice, training, and some humor for all the future Trailblazers of Coaching. Your host in season one is Christopher McCullough, master certified coach, founder of Accomplishment Coaching, and a leader in the field since 1996. Joining Christopher in season one are Rich Maxwell, a professional certified coach and leader in the field since 1996. Dr. Don R. Booz, an author, professional certified coach, master practitioner in neuro-linguistic programming with a background in marriage and family therapy. Larry Williamson, a master certified coach and author, and Dr. Patrick Williams, an author, speaker, master certified coach, and psychologist turned executive coach. Welcome to the Trailblazers of Coaching. Chapter 10, what do you see for the future of coaching? This may be a poor follow-on question, but what do you see for the future of coaching? Maybe more importantly, what do you want for the future of coaching? Expansion, expansion, acceptance, and it be more just being more readily accepted in common. Clear. Yeah, if I hear both of your questions, what do you see for the future? I think it was the first one. Hmm. And then what do you want? I'm afraid what I see is a dilution yeah. of coaching and a risk of it just falling off the cliff because nobody gets enough business or few get enough business. What I want for the future is for it to be more visible. Uh, I mean, there's 8 billion people. And so there's probably a billion that could, you know, use coaching at any one time. We're not even close to that. So, but how do they access it? So it, it, I'd like to see it more visible and more accessible in whatever way is possible. My nonprofit at the time was to make coaching available to those who otherwise couldn't afford it. So of course I went to African villages in Jamaica and then I realized, well, shoot, you know, that global village, as I called it, it's right in my own backyard. So um, we all do pro bono to a degree. There's organizations that do, but I still think the power of coaching really could impact the world if if the underserved and underdeveloped and underreached could be coached. What was the question? What do you want for the future of coaching? Or what do you see for the future of coaching? I would make a parallel to when I was a therapist in that world to the coaching world. To me, it's the same. Um, there are some really bad therapists out there. And there are some really bad coaches mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. uh, and yet, they're bo they both, in my world, what I've seen, they both can get certified and licensed mm -hmm. and put up a shingle and make money. So my wish would be that we would, that there would be good coaches out there that would impact all of us. Also takes us one good experience, like one good therapist for someone to say, well, maybe I'll go to therapy mm -hmm. or whatever. And I think the same way with the coaching. And I think some of the coaches in what I've heard in my area are ruining the coaching reputation. Would you put up more barriers to entry? 
Yeah, I think I would. More ways to weed out the bad actors or but the bad. But you can't. It's not a licensed term. That's correct. Yeah. And that's the, you know, the first thing, your word dilution. I think that's what it is. You know, the, mm-hmm. the word's being co-opted by people who don't have the training we have um, and who don't seek certification through convention, well, for us or conventional tracks, whether it's ICF or another accrediting body. Um, you know, anybody can call themselves a coach. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, they, they, they may be perfectly good coaches, uh, but they're more likely consultants who, you know, capture that word. Uh, but I think I'm with everybody else. I think it's uh, like to see more, more really good coaching, uh, yeah. particularly at leadership levels. Because I think that you do it there, and it, it flows downhill. There's a cascading effect that, and impact. You, not everyone's going to have the integrity to the approach. I think we're looking at one as a current school and one that did. Sorry, you had such again the integrity go out and want to do it right. Unfortunately, there's so many people that, oh, I'm going to do a weekend program and you right. can go out and call yourself a coach. Two hours on Saturday. Yeah, right. and we know that's not going to work, but explain that to somebody who goes out on weekend and now they're, they're a coach. That destroys, I think, a lot of what uh, the good that could be out there. Yeah, here's my concern what might happen because I'm old enough to know the history of psychotherapy too, that, that psychiatry was it, right? And then World War II happened and people came back with what was called shell shock. And so then Carl Rogers and others created counseling. So, oh, then they started having PhDs out of psychology schools because they didn't have enough therapists to work with the soldiers. Well, then there the pecking order said, well, you know, you don't have to get a PhD, you get a master's in social work or a master's in counseling. Well, then you, got, you can be a professional counselor with just a license and charge the same damn amount of money That's as a PhD does. So we get this wide range of therapists. And then you had the licensing of psychologists. Yes. And before it was licensed, 10 per research, 10% of male psychologists would have inappropriate sexual relationships with their patients. After licensing, 10% of licensed psychologists had inappropriate sexual relations because it didn't make any difference. That's my little pessimism that uh, the certification is the the answer. Yeah. Mm. Anything else you want to add? Well, I think certification is important. At least it gives some level of competence. Mm -hmm. Uh, We all know. I'm nothing, I don't know anything about your school or other schools, but uh, you can go different places and get different qualities of takeaways, how you're going to use it. Mine's the best. That's all I need. Well, I was yeah, it's actually on his website, says it is. So it's just a matter of. Uh, it's measured by Yelp. At, at least um, the certification gives me some credibility that I can go move from California to go to Kansas. Right. And I can say, okay, here I am. Even though no one asks me about it, but I can at least, with my own integrity, say, you know, I went through a good bit to get this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think if nothing else, if, if I talk to someone and they're, and if they tell me that they're PCC or MCC certified, at least I know how many hours that they've dedicated to this. 
so they're somewhat serious about it. So that's, to me, that's, that's an advantage to me when I'm, when I'm, you know, looking to work with someone. I do think the professions made inroads. I mean, I'm really on the outside and occasionally I get to look in. The government agencies now, if you want to get a contract with the government, most of them require an ICF certification or maybe the board certified coach. So at least they have a point of entry to get a contract. I think that's a good start. The other thing about certifications, yeah, most people don't ever ask, but I think they Google you and they look at your billboard site. They oh, get read about it at midnight. They don't have to have a discussion or they get referred because you're certified or whatever. So I do think certification is good. And I think the ICF went too far in the beginning with the number of hours and they backed off and they're not diluting that, but I, but it's, it's going to be so bureaucratic. I just know it's going to probably another professional pop-up called grokking or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I grok you, man. That'll be 500 bucks. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with the trailblazers of coaching. Who's a coach or leader you know that needs to hear or see these episodes? Share it with one person today. We believe everyone is capable of success and is entitled to living a healthy, powerful, loving, and adventurous life. And we know that becomes even more possible through the power of coaching. We hope you enjoyed this episode, learned something, and you join us again. Maybe one day you will also become a trailblazer of coaching.